A year after coronavirus emerged in Wuhan, China's Xi declares 2020 a triumph. That's how the Washington Post headlined Chairman Xi's New Year address to celebrating crowds completely ignoring social distancing rules in the very place from which the virus was inflicted on the world. Wuhan. It was a triumph indeed, a triumph of the Post and the American mainstream media's candidate for the White House, as well as Red China's candidate for the White House. Joe Biden and the Biden family are completely compromised by China. They're compromised by the sale of access and influence to Washington during the many years of his period in service as a senator and then a vice president. And that access, that influence, was sold on the very best evidence to foreign oligarchs and in particular to the Chinese oligarchs by the man who was the vice president in the administration which went soft on China, soft militarily, soft industrially, soft in relation to intellectual property, very soft in relation to China. It very much reflects the warning of one of the founders of the United States, Alexander Hamilton, who warned that the most likely corruption of the electoral process would be a foreign power gaining an improper ascendancy within our councils, a foreign power. And it seems that for the very first time in American history, that may well eventuate. The corruption of the electoral process so that a foreign power can gain an improper ascendancy within the councils of the American state. In the mind of millions of Americans and millions across the world, Donald Trump won the presidential elections in a landslide. Indeed, I would say that any fair person, any fair person studying reports of the several challenges against the electoral results would realize that there are mountains of highly persuasive supporting evidence reams of affidavits sworn under threat of perjury, and all sorts of circumstantial and direct evidence. That is, if you can find those reports, because you certainly won't in most of the mainstream media. To an Australian, the clincher in all this, the clincher that is the proof, the overwhelming proof of electoral fraud and fraud on an industrial scale is the contrived absence in the marginal states, that is the, as the Americans call them, the battleground states, the closing of the counting, the alleged closing of the counting, and then the continued counting in the absence of what we call scrutineers, something which would just not be accepted in Australia. In the absence of the scrutineers, the observers, as the Americans say, the Republican observers, and then the various attempts to make any presence of observers 
absolutely lacking in any meaning. We saw videos, for example, of windows being cardboarded up, pasted up with cardboard, so that the the so-called scrutineers could see what was going on. The corruption which has occurred extends to the mainstream media, and that is demonstrated so extraordinarily by every reference to an allegation of fraud being preceded by the adjective baseless or some similar adjective. So we always read, we always see, we always hear in the media that the president is continuing with his baseless allegations of fraud, and they're certainly not baseless, particularly for a media which is normally curious and refuses to look at this, a media which over four years repeated completely groundless accusations of his alleged collusion with the Russians, which the Mueller inquiry at great expense filled with the Democrat lawyers was unable to find even a skerrick, a skerrick of evidence. The sad thing is that the Supreme Court and lesser courts have invariably refused to even hear the evidence. They've usually found a technicality not to proceed with the case, even the Supreme Court, and that even in the case brought by the state of Texas, supported by 17 other states, which was an open and shut case proving that the, uh, the, the states involved, the battleground states involved, had breached their constitutions and the United States Constitution to change the electoral laws so that fraud would be more easy. This reflects not so much, I suspect, on the independence of the judges, though it may in many respects, but it also reflects on their courage. Now, many will say, who can blame them? The Democrat-aligned Marxist paramilitaries, the BLM and Antifa, have been running rampant with massive violence across American cities, particularly Democrat-controlled cities in the United States, about which there has been no protest. What is particularly disappointing is that the three nominees of President Trump, for whom so many people fought to ensure their appointment to the Supreme Court, Justices Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Bartlett, have shown themselves to be as lacking in courage as the other judges on the Supreme Court. This was precisely, precisely the matter which should have been before the court, which they refused to hear on a technicality. And what is particularly disappointing is that the Vice President, Mike Pence, sees his role as one expert said, as nothing more than a flower pot that is just sitting there and presiding over the sessions without doing what the founders clearly intended, that he play a significant role. Pence has refused to send the votes back to state legislatures for a genuine audit and, if necessary, a recertification of these. The situation is appalling. If this election is allowed to proceed, as seems likely, 
we should be in no doubt that future elections, such as the election in Georgia, would also be fraudulent elections. And who is rejoicing over all this? In particular, the Beijing communists and all of those in America who see the Beijing communists as the ones who will produce great wealth for them personally, but who couldn't care less about the future of the United States as the world's dominant power. It's time, is it not, for Americans and Australians to take back their country.